Yes, man. Is this home buying, home selling solutions? Well, yes, it is. Man, thank God, man. I need help. I need to sell my house fast. Hey, no problem. Listen, we got you. Home buying, home selling solutions. If you got a problem, we got the resolution. Hey, repping all black and gold. Hey, repping that black and gold. Hey, home buying, home selling solutions. If we living all up just like a revolution. Hey, repping that black and gold. Hey. That black and gold, hey. Put up a couple band of signs, pull up to your house and get a contract signed. If your home's in foreclosure, you don't know what to do. We'll do a wrap around your mortgage or a subject, too. If your girl done left you and you got a divorce, we put some cash inside your pocket when you take her to court. As for a problem, they can property where you don't reside. We'll make a cold cash offer because we're here by your side. Hey. Home by home sound solutions. If you got a problem, we got the resolution, hey. Repping all black and gold, hey. Repping that black and gold, ayy. Home buying, home sound solutions. If we living all up just like a revolution, ayy. Repping that black and gold, ayy. Repping that black and gold, ayy. Put work until we save the day. Home buying, home selling, we paid the way. If you buy high on taxes, we give you a check so you can go and cash it, ayy. We got all the time for a probate case. Find a way to close in 35 days. If you got a problem, we can find a way. Buying flipping homes in the Lone Star State. Home buying, home selling solutions. If you got a problem, we got the resolution. Hey, repping all black and gold. Hey, repping that black and gold. Hey, home buying, home selling solutions. If we living all up just like a revolution. Hey, repping that black and gold. Hey, repping that black and gold. Hey. Home buying, home selling. We buying, who selling? Home buying, home selling. We buying, who selling? Home buying, home selling. We buying, who selling? Home buying, home selling. We're buying, who selling? Hey, social media, Mike here, my boy Frank. I'm about to say, y'all, my boy Frank. Frank, say what's up? What's up? Guys, this is podcast number 51 for us. This one is going to be 51, right? 51, yeah. That's yeah. about right. So, man, we got my boy Frank Tovar here. If you guys don't know Frank, we're talking a little bit about Frank. But today I would like to talk about Q&A. Let's just talk real estate investing. Very informal podcast today. Very informal, just like our outfits today. Just like our outfits, right? <laughs> Busy in the office, got a lot of deals. But uh, Frank, myself, want to get on here. Let's talk to you guys about real estate investing. Everyone who's watching on Facebook and YouTube, we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, in the Facebook link, in the Facebook description, there is a link. Hit the link, and I can bring you on to the podcast if you guys are brave enough to talk real estate. Let's get you on this live uh, podcast. Um, let's get people on here. Let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about investing. Let's talk about some deals. Let's probably talk about our big goal last month where we got 30 contracts. Oh, right? yeah, that was that was. Yeah, that was a major milestone and uh, definitely replicatable. So let's talk about how we got that, but I definitely want to talk more about, about real estate investing, guys. Um, so do that. Let me play this quick video. In the meantime, while you guys are watching, let's come up with those questions. Let's figure out how can I get more deals? What type of deals are you having a hard time with? Uh, let's, go this, let's get those ads for you and do our thing. Right? That's right. Catch you in a few seconds. back guys so frank man last month 30 contracts right 30. for you guys who are watching it was a historic month for us we had 30 contracts i'll let frank talk about what markets what frank thinks on how do we what do we do different to get that many contracts but in the meantime guys i definitely want to answer your questions whatever investment questions you guys have sub twos being creative owner financing wholesale title issues uh let's get this let's use this podcast uh to get some of those questions answered Want to get back. That's all. Myself, Charles, Frank, Manny, the entire HPHS team just provide our experience. I don't say we're having the right answers. I'm not saying that we're, we have the best answers. All I'm saying is 
let me share our experiences that we've had all of our deals with you guys and if it can help some uh close the deal then by all means so in the meantime what do you think about those 30 contracts what do we do different well uh i can really speak to it that there is training involved right daily training uh there's processes and systems and more importantly data data was phenomenal last month it allowed us to attack multiple markets and um you know, we were able to be, I guess, assassins, if you will. And so a lot of data was processed correctly. Shout out to Mario um, and Flo and, uh, and Charles. And we had a lot of training as far as scaling up our people. You didn't have so big, I mean, yeah, training, because I know the cold calling, right? So you guys don't know, I want to break down, let's break down a little bit for those who are, are new, because I know last Monday we had a lot of new people. Uh, join the association. Okay. And if you guys won't know who exactly is association, what are we doing, all that good stuff, uh, let's do that for them so they yeah, know who yeah. we are. So myself and my partner, his name's Charles, uh, couldn't be here today, uh, but we have we own and operate home buying, home selling solutions. We are based out of San Antonio. Charles and I have been doing this together for nine years, and in those nine years, man, we have seen some crazy stuff. Frank's heard of the stories. Frank's seen some of the crazy stuff we've done from wholesaling houses to flipping houses to lease options. Uh, really big on subject twos, creative financing, wraparound mortgages, Airbnbs, yeah. uh, rentals, virtual wholesaling, yeah. lease options. I say that syndications on apartments, wholesaling apartments, wholesaling commercial buildings. Am I missing some stuff? Uh, I think you got most of it. Um, what about uh, connoisseurs of steak? And connoisseurs <laughs> of steak, yeah. And that's on the personal <laughs> hobby stuff. Uh, but yeah, so we do quite a bit. Uh, and because we do quite a bit, we are based out of San Antonio. Now, we can't do it alone. Uh, Frank here is our COO, definitely helps us out with systems, processes, running the office. Myself, Charles, we love to uh, have our experience to share all of our stuff that we've done. So by all means, we do that. Uh, and then we had a team. If you guys don't know, if you guys are a little more interested in who we are and how do we get that done, uh, we have what they call team leaders. You want to talk about the team leaders? Yeah, so we have phenomenal team leaders, right? We have, of course, uh, everybody is very familiar with Manny Cash. He's head of our boiler room, our acquisitions, right? Uh, he He's just, I mean, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. If you haven't tuned into the cash hour, it's every other Friday. I want to say it's this upcoming Friday. I could be wrong. Uh, he'll correct it is, me. It, it is, is this Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tune in because he actually works the deals live right then and there. Uh, we also have Ted. I like to call him Texan Ted, but he prefers uh, Teddy the buyer. Teddy the buyer. Uh, Teddy the buyer. Teddy, the bodybuilder, if you see him, by the way, he's, he's muscling up. Uh, he is, again, another beast on texting by itself, right? Uh, closer, extraordinaire. He can get and really dissect the a client, right? Somebody that we're trying to help. He, he really knows his platform, Smarter Contact. Shout out to Smarter Contact. Uh, but he knows his, his craft very, very well. Uh, he did have a, a workshop a couple weeks ago, and it was very, very highly uh very highly involved. He actually ran a campaign for those of you that didn't, didn't know. He ran an SMS campaign live and got a lot of, you know, friendly responses, of course. But uh, he'll he'll be doing another one here within the next few weeks as well. Okay, so that's a little bit about the team. And, of course, uh, we have a gentleman by the name of Eli who handles our day-to-day -day flip operations. I think we're flipping a couple of houses now. Uh, so it's just a big team. I know last podcast we had when Charles was here, it was a question, you know, you guys say you do Airbnbs and rentals and owner finance. How do you guys do that? because each one could be a 24-7 position. Um, and the simple answer is teamwork. Uh, in that teamwork, that's how we do things. But this podcast, I want it to be more for you guys. If you're a beginner wholesaler, or if you wholesale quite a few and you want to you know, how do you do more, what are the quest, whatever the case is, by all means, ask questions. Now, this thing is, we use this thing called StreamYard. Um, and for some reason, I'm having a hard time on my end, so I don't know if people, now I think about it, mm. I can't bring them the comments on StreamYard, so I don't know if someone's trying to tune in and they can't. I'm trying mm. to bring them on camera. Mm -hmm. We're having issues on StreamYard, so uh, what I can do is read the, the questions on Facebook um, and on YouTube so we can get that going, but I definitely want to ask questions. One of the questions here comes from a good buddy of ours named Claudio, and Claudio's asking a question. Let me find it real quick. Claudio's asking, how do we manage dead leads? So, Frank, talk about dead leads. What exactly is a dead lead and what do we do here yeah. uh, to take care of those? Because we want to make sure we secure every single opportunity. Yeah, every single opportunity really counts, guys, because you remember every every dollar counts, right? That's our that's one of our mantras. And so what happens with the dead lead or let me let me explain what a dead lead is. It's somebody who says, no, I'm not interested. I have no property to sell or F off. Right. Straight, straightforward. 
And so what we do is we funnel those leads into a separate category and we're going to retarget them uh, at a later time. We're going to let it cool down just a little bit. Right. So it's not so hot. And then we're just going to retarget it, whether it's well, usually it's uh, through SMS or ringless voicemail. So uh, this way, we're making sure that we're contacting them by every single marketing channel available. Uh, will we go spend an extra dollars on a, on a mailer flyer? No, probably not. But uh, with these, we just want to make sure that we touch them from every single point. Hope that answers that. I think so. Yeah. So, Claudio, I'm, I'm, can, uh, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are, Claudio. So how do you guys or anyone else who's watching? I know there's quite a few people watching between Facebook and YouTube. Uh, how do you guys manage dead leads? What's a good tip for you guys? What's a good trick for you guys to manage a dead lead? How do we recircumvent to come back to that lead and kind of bring it back to life, right? Yeah. The next question for Gladio is our same thing as Gladio. What are the key metrics that you aim for on the daily KPI-wise? Now, why don't you break down what's a KPI? Key performance indicator, KPI, right? This is what the big corporate companies, the big box retailers measure their success. They call it year over year, month over month, week over week, uh, day over day, right? So it's it's about trends and lifts. Uh, for our KPIs, really, we're, we're, uh, we're wanting to simplify it. Right. We, we don't want to make it too complex as of today because right. our processes are always adapting to the market. So what we're measuring today is, of course, contracts, calls made, offers made. That's the big one is offers made. Right. So we can track how many offers are made per campaign. That's the biggest one is you want to identify what campaign is working for you. And of course, uh, how many opportunities are created on the daily. Now, all the all the metrics of okay, we had a drop call or we had a missed call or anything like that. Yes, those are those are important to know, uh, but we want to really target the high-performing list and we want to really dissect it and duplicate that list. So those, those are the really, those are the KPIs that you really should be measuring. Now, when it comes to text messaging and SMS, uh, what what is the delivered rate, right? What amount of uh, texts are actually deliverable? You want to be in the high 90s when, when you're delivering text messages. Because if it's not, then you're actually paying for skip trace numbers and you're wasting money, bottom line. So keep an eye on those things. So we talked about KPIs already, didn't we? Yeah. And everyone is watching again, guys. I encourage you guys, um, quite a few watching. Uh, don't be shy. Let's ask some questions. Yeah. Uh, between Facebook and YouTube, we, we got about a good 40 individuals, 45 individuals watching. Let's definitely answer some questions. We do have uh, a question over we here. We do? Okay, yeah, let's yeah. answer the question on YouTube. YouTube from uh, Jay Johnson. Can you all speak on how you're leveraging your list stacking platform to create strong leads? So that list stacking platform. So we have an individual, right? An individual here. His name is Mario. Not very uh, very camera shy. Doesn't want to be on social media. Uh, but Mario handles all of our data, figures out what market we're going to pull. And, of course, list stacking. For those guys who aren't aware of list stacking, you want to tell them what that is? Yeah, so... What you were doing is we're pulling. Um, well, let me let me let me give a shameless plug. REI Sift. That's the, that's the program that we're using or software we're using, right? Uh, what we're doing is we're taking lists from multiple categories within the same uh, within the same city. So right. it can be uh, vacant property, uh, affidavit of airship or probate. I'm sorry, um, and uh, high equity. You know, any one of those. We're just going to stack it up, and we're going to filter it down. Meaning, meaning, um, meaning that uh, we're going to get the output and that output's going to say, Hey, these 10 people are experiencing three or more problems. Uh, because you know, obviously if you're calling just on a, on a tax delinquent list, it's all there. That's the only stress that they're encountering is, is tax delinquent. Right. But if it's tax delinquent, it's uh deceased. Right. And, uh, let's just say, I don't know, uh, whatever else you want to throw in there, they're going to experiencing multiple pain points and you're, that is going to be a hot and motivated lead. OK, um, I wish we could break down. And one of these days I do want to bring on time. Right. Uh, yeah. so he can actually show the whole process because it's it's a phenomenal. It's something that we were getting used to. We tried a different system previously. Didn't work for us. Uh, REI SIFT is a phenomenal product. Uh, we're still, of course, like everything else, guys, we're learning day by day. And every single day we're very impressed with that with that service. So that's KPIs. And one more time, the question again. Yeah. So. Uh, Leveraging your list stacking platform to create strong leads. So, yeah, REI SIFT. Let's have uh, – we're going to reach out to Tyler Austin because he is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to lead stacking. Uh, in a general nutshell, you know, if we pull up a 1,000 lists, uh, a list of a 1,000 houses, um, and they're all behind on taxes, that's one list. If we can take that same 1,000 and let's see how many people uh, or how many homeowners are out-of-state landlords or out-of-state owners, 
that thousand can drop really quick to let's just say 150. And of course, we can filter multiple times, and that's what we call list stacking. And we use uh, REI SIF, so definitely a good company to check out. You can uh, check that out and see how that helps you. Um, but yeah, Tyler Austin, we'll get him on you, right? Yeah, yeah. Promo code hustle. Promo code hustle. <laughs> uh, again, guys, everyone's watching. This podcast is very informal. Just uh, wasn't too active on social media this week. I figured let's just get on here and let's ask some questions. I would love to get you guys on here uh, on the actual podcast, but for some reason, uh, our platform, our StreamYard, Simon, is a, a little difficult time. But we can definitely ask you questions. Uh, whether it's wholesaling, investing, whatever the case is. What do you think? For- yeah, uh, I really encourage you guys to ask questions because uh, we don't know how to hold back. I mean, we just we just tell it how it is. Uh, Mike and Charles are a wealth of knowledge. And so if you ask your questions, it can be one-on-one, right? I always tell everybody that steps into this office, this is a safe environment. Uh, no question is too silly. No question is too out of bounds. If we don't know the answer, we don't know the answer. But I highly encourage you to ask any question that you have because I guarantee you, your peers watching have the same exact question or we can we can position it in a different frame of uh, uh, point of view and maybe it'll make sense at that time. So with that being said, we talked about the 30 the 30 contracts last month. Uh, with that 30 contracts, what markets are those again? 30 contracts. We were in primarily Texas. Uh, so that's Dallas, Austin, uh, San Antonio, of course, uh, Houston and Laredo. Yep. The Corpus, right? Corpus, and yes. Corpus. Corpus, thank you. And Corpus, yes. Yeah. So a good question for us guys is always like, how do you guys do virtual wholesale deals? I know people ask me, um, they'll text me throughout the day or they'll hit up the hustle line. Uh, we can talk about that as well. But if we're doing virtual wholesale, what exactly is a virtual wholesale? A virtual wholesale is where we'll do a wholesale transaction. Again, guys, we're based out of San Antonio. So we got a property on the contract, I think, last month. I think we got four in Houston. Uh, how do we get numbers on those? What systems do we use to, to get comps, right? Comps, ARV, whatever you want to call them. You want to break down what an ARV is for those who are Yeah, sure. So after repair value, right? That's what the market dictates that that property can sell for after we've fixed that property 100%, right? We always say to 2020 standards or to what the market dictates. Uh, so you always, of course, working on ARV. And there's definitely a lot of ways to, to find that virtually. So in that virtual market, we either get those comps like uh, Propelio, right? Yeah, Propelio is yeah. one. Uh, we do use Zillow. People freak out on how... We, a company like ours uses Zillow, and uh, it's more than you would think on how we use it. We're not talking about the Zestimate, but we use Zillow uh, to get comps and get that ARV. Uh, we do estimate rehab. Uh, we had the seller send us some photos. We do have boots on the ground everywhere we go to, so that that's always helpful. And once we get that, we make our numbers. Yeah. And, of course, the whole other business is the dispositions. How do we find buyers in Houston? How do we find buyers in Dallas? Uh, and that's that, that virtual wholesaling but. What else? Right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, virtual, uh, it's kind of it's kind of impressive, the, the steps that we took to go virtual. Right. Uh, we were of the old school and well, old school. Right. That we had to go to every single appointment. And guys, I encourage you to adopt virtual wholesaling or virtual investing if, if possible, because you give you give back with the you get back the greatest um, you get the back the greatest return on investment, which is your time. A lot of times we're going on one, two appointments a day and it was just exhausting, right? You go out there, you do the, you know, it's showtime, you do the song and dance, negotiating, running numbers. And man, it was, it was an exhausting task. And it's more than anything, it was a time consuming task with virtual wholesaling, right? It is giving us back the most valuable resource we ever had, which is time. So time is not abundant and I don't want to go into a deep conversation, but yeah, you definitely want to explore virtual wholesaling. I don't want to get it twisted, guys. We are in San Antonio. There are times where we will virtual wholesale, if that makes sense, in our local markets. Instead of going to, like Frank said, every single house to look at every single offer to make every single appointment, we do deals where, hey, it's sight unseen. We know we can make something happen. Uh, that's a whole different podcast. I mean, I would like to get another special guest to talk about virtual wholesaling mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, I know this individual who will drop volumes of knowledge on that. Uh, Frank, since you're really good with systems, right? Since you're really good with systems and that's, one of the key roles that you have here from our boy Jeremy from Hawaii is asking, can systems make or break your business? It'll absolutely do both. <laughs> Why do I say both? Because if you don't have systems, you have nothing to run off of. or You don't have a playbook, so it's going to break your business. If you have systems, it's going to make your business, right? It's scalable. It's repeatable. It's duplicatable. And, and we had a good conversation earlier today. It's like, man, let's reflect this on this a little bit. And what do we decide? It's the systems, right? Obviously, the people too, right? You, the players have to go and shoot the shot 
and score at the last second, but it's the systems that will definitely make or break your, your business. Uh, what I encourage everybody to do is just to write down a basic, a basic, uh, you know, I don't want to say, uh, what is it called? A business, uh, business plan. Uh, but I would, I would encourage you to go ahead and write down your systems, right? What happens when you intake a lead? What kind of flow are you going to go through it? When are you going to pull a list? How are you going to pull a list? Which list are you going to pull? You have to document all these things, guys. So, yeah, your systems are going to are, are going to be your um, your backbone for sure. So hopefully that has a good, uh, some questions on YouTube. All right, Mike. So they're asking, I want to go after tax foreclosure leads mm -hmm. at my local county courthouse. What's the best way for me to go about it? So I would say that's dependent on every market. I'm going to use San Antonio and Houston, for example. And you guys who are watching, got wholesalers or investors, flippers, anyone who's watching this podcast, all you guys who are on Facebook and YouTube. Some of our best deals, some of our biggest checks, some of our six-figure wholesaling checks, one more time, six-figure wholesaling checks has came from tax delinquents. Right now here in Bear County and in Houston, I know in other counties, uh, Harris County for sure, to pull a list of tax delinquents, right? There's tax foreclosures, which everyone's targeting because they're up against the gun. They're going to get foreclosed. But tax delinquent, behind on taxes, it can be behind two grand, can be behind 50 grand. Uh, we're working a lead a while back where they're behind on $150,000. How does that happen? It happens. We get a list and we see crazy amounts of how much taxes are behind, sometimes even uh, much more than what the ARV even is. But here in uh, Burke County and Harris County, uh, if you go down to your local um, tax assessor office, you do have to know the department. They they will create the CD free. Mm -hmm. Now the CD comes very encrypted. It's very tough to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Transform, translate, translate, decode. Decode is yeah. probably the, the right term. It comes in a, a certain type of format. Uh, you have to find an individual who's really good with that format uh, to decode it, get it back to a normal Excel spreadsheet. Um, and then just use it like a regular list. If you want to put that towards your list stacking to help you out with the list to kind of downturn on that, I would probably wouldn't target the people who are behind taxes less than five grand, ten grand, depending on uh, the taxes per per year on that property. I know people are watching from Hawaii. You guys don't know Texas has pretty, from what I hear, uh, nationwide. Our property taxes are pretty high uh, compared to other states. Uh, but yeah, so you get that list, pull it, right? Yeah, Anything yeah. you want to add to that? Uh, just a quick uh, little. Funny story that actually ahead. happened with the CD. So uh, we 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 got the CD from a very respected person in 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 Houston, and the CD came in. Mm. Fortunately, they didn't have any information for whatever reason, right? I'm gonna say that this this whole CD or this Houston list was I don't want to say cursed, but it was not gonna work from the start. So anyway, so we're like, okay, we called the individual. And we're like, okay, well, we're gonna send back the list or the CD because it's, there's no date on it. Um, and that's our story and we're sticking to it. So I have my wife go ahead and, Hey, can Hey honey, can you go and ship this CD back right. to this individual? Okay. So individual calls me yesterday and he goes, Hey man, um, do you know where the CD is? I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we sent it out last week. He's like, okay. Well, let me go check. So he goes and checks, texts me an hour later. Hey man, the envelope's empty. I was like, what do you mean the envelope's empty? He's like, there's nothing in here. I was like, are you serious? So there we go. We look in the car. We're, we're searching for the CD. And I go, hey, man, do me a favor, man. Just can you shake it and can you shred it? And he's like, yeah, I did all that, man. There's no CD. So the one, there was no data. And then when we sent it back, there was no CD. And uh, that's our story. We're sticking to it because obviously somebody didn't want us to have that data. I guess we're on fire too much. I don't know. I didn't know that part, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just happened. And it's one of those things, right? Yeah, I didn't know that, man. Uh, so guys who are tuning in, there's about 40 people now on Facebook. And I know there's a good amount on YouTube. This podcast is very informal. Um, I told Frank, hey, let's get on today. Let's just do some Q&A. Let's just talk real estate investing. You know, uh, Charles is on here. When Charles is on here, he loves to talk, loves to provide value. Uh, Charles is going to make it today, so let's just get on here. Let's just chit-chat. Anyone who's watching, what questions do you have? You know, We shared who we are if you guys haven't met us or haven't really uh, get to tune in. So I definitely appreciate everyone who tunes into this podcast and every other podcast. Um, knowing everything we do, if you guys don't know, my favorite uh, REI investment strategy is sub twos. That's my favorite thing. I think I'm gonna break down a video later on today or tomorrow on, on sub twos being creative and how can creative work for you. So that's what this podcast is, guys. So definitely ask whatever questions you have. Uh, if we don't do it or we don't know it, we don't sugarcoat. We don't say, "Hey, let me give you an answer." If we don't do it, we just hey, we just don't do it. We do a lot, but we won't do that if it comes to that. 
Philip Garza. Philip Garza is asking, what is your main marketing channel that is working best right now? I.e. letters, digital, etc. What type of volume per month? Now, Frank, you know the answer about what we're doing when it comes to marketing. What would your response? I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. What is our main marketing? Our main marketing is our good looks. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, our main marketing is cold calling, guys. Um, it's uh, it's a buzzword. It's it's sexy. It's all this, but it's not. You know, it, it's it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of follow up. It's a lot of persistence. A lot of rejection. But cold calling is yielding the biggest results today. Uh, I do think in the next few months. It is going to transition heavily to SMS, just to be honest and transparent, as this uh, market and, and, and the economy is shifting, of course. Yeah, so we're, we're really uh, heavily involved when it comes to cold calling. Philip, I appreciate you asking that question. Everyone else is still watching. I, by, by all means, guys, ask away. I definitely want to provide value to guys. Just, uh, you know, how's HBHS, this big organization, doing multi-deals uh, multi multi, yeah. a month, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, marketing, cold calling, that's probably our best technique. Uh, we do have an awesome individual, Manny Cash, who is really, really trained and toned down on the boiler room. You guys don't know we call it a boiler room. Uh, other companies may call it something else, a boiler room, a room of cold callers that can close. All right. We also use VAs, uh, so I don't want to get that twisted. We do use VAs. Our VAs are in the Philippines, right? Yeah, they're in the Philippines. The Philippines, great English. We, you know, How do we find those guys? That's a whole other whole other podcast in its own. Um, I see Andrea Stakes on here, so shout out to Andrea. You guys need VAs? Uh, but a whole other, whole other podcast, but that's probably our best bet. I think our yeah. second best bet would be SMS. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I'm agreeing with Frank. You know, I always think as myself, if I get a phone call and I don't know that number, I'm probably not going to answer it. Yeah. If they call again twice, I'll probably answer to be honest with you. If they text me, I will read every single text message I get. So that's why I'm a big fan of SMS. But as of right now, we have to put KPIs on it or which system works better. It's cold call, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It is generating the most revenue, and that's what it's all about, guys. Is revenue, okay? Uh, we do have a question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, set, user says, "What's a daily routine a newbie can follow to start wholesaling?" I'll let you work that one, Frank. Frank's really uh, heavily involved with our individuals here at the office, yeah. right? Mentoring them, training them. Uh, Frank has a, a nickname here at the office called Coach. He's the coach. Uh, getting these guys, whether you're a newbie wholesaler. Uh, doing a one deal or having done a deal, Frank's really good about looking at their pimple. Well, just answer the question. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really, I, I would I would ask, right? What kind of uh, investment do you have, right? I'm not trying to get money from you. I just need to know where you're at in the game. So, determine that, right? You want the lowest barrier of entry, meaning you don't want to spend thousands of dollars to get in, right? So what, what I recommend my team and what uh, some of them are going through is a 14-day challenge. Uh, I kind of, I don't want to say copied, but I, I, I got the idea because uh, Tyler explained what he's doing. I was like, huh, let me let me go back and dissect the way I generated a few thousand dollars right. uh, within a very short period of time. And let me duplicate that or let me put it on paper. So what we found was it was three to four hours of true prospecting. Uh, my favorite method is cold calling. So we do that a day. Uh, give yourself about 30 minutes to an hour of self-education, right? Whether that's on cold calling, marketing, or actually true um, true real estate investing. And the way I learned was through Propelio, right? Through Propelio. And of course, uh, shout out to Brent Daniels, right? Uh, he, he, he did lay down a lot of groundwork uh, for, for the thought process going on between these two years. So prospect three to four hours a day, right? Well, Frank, what list am I going to prospect? You need to find out what what list is hidden in your market. Favorite list that we have is tax delinquent. So whatever market you're in, do your best to source the tax delinquent list. Um, skip trace a good amount, right? Uh, and when I say skip trace, I'm just saying, saying hey, just send it to, to a provider, right? And get that list back. Get at least a thousand numbers for you because you're a newbie, right? Give yourself that time, three to four hours. I would knock it out first part of your day. After that, self-educate. Go driving for dollars for two hours, and then just do follow-ups, guys. Follow-ups, follow-ups, follow-ups. Very simple process. Nothing complex about it. It's all about building momentum through the compound effect, okay? Uh, your, your small, repeatable actions every single day are going to yield results. So, again, Three to four hours of true prospecting, meaning people are saying no to you, telling you yes, telling you maybe, telling you F off, whatever that is. Self-education, uh, 
get your driving for dollars list because that is a really powerful list. And then of course, uh, follow up. So really, really simple guys. Don't overcomplicate this. Yes. It's real estate investing, but primarily it is basic sales one Oh one. Okay. That was a really good answer, man. Yeah, thanks man. Yeah. I, don't, I never hear that. So. That was a really good. If I had that little buzzer, man, I give that little. <laughs> man, 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 man. That was actually a really good answer, Frank. Uh, Frank, man, that was, that was a good answer, man. I like that answer. Thanks, man. Frank, uh, you know, mindset's not my thing. You know, mindset and, and motivation. You guys uh, know some stories about me, like that roller coaster, right? Oh yeah. I, mindset, yeah. mindset, and motivation, not my thing. So I'll let I'll let Frank answer this question. All right, Andrew Gonzalez, man, thank you for tuning in. Everyone else is still watching. I mean, thank everyone for tuning in. Yeah, and, thank you guys and watching this podcast. Uh, question on mindset. How do you guys get your mind right after rejection or having difficulty finding a buyer? So just my mindset. Go ahead. Mindset, right? Expect it. Expect you're going to get rejected, guys. Expect that. People are going to tell you no. Expect that deals are going to fall through. And just know that's part of the process, right? Um, I don't think people need a rah-rah moment. I think people need just a little bit more structure in their day. Uh, because that's where that's where mindset and motivation come, right? Uh, as far as a lack, you kind of buckle a little bit because you don't have a defined process. You don't have a defined structure. You don't have a big pipeline, right? That's how you get rid of the mindset. And that's how you get rid of the hesitation and the, and the fear is you just build up your pipeline, your funnel, right? It's it's built on leads, creating, opportun uh, creating opportunities, uh, uh, follow up, making offers and closing contracts, right? So it's going to start like this. The more leads and opportunities you generate, guess what? You're not going to have a mindset problem. You're just going to have a time problem. Okay. So how do you, but let me answer that question a little bit more directly. Mm -hmm. Uh, so mindset, right? You just got to get up, shake it off, do a few pushups, right? Get your adrenaline going, right? Get your energy going and really just get up, just snap out of it, man. Because if you don't, if you just stay there, and you're looking at your phone, you're looking at everybody else being successful and everybody's celebrating and doing those, you know, those big checks that everybody's posting. Uh, yeah, it's going to mess with you. So just do a couple push-ups, uh, go outside, take a lap, watch something funny. That's what I, I like to watch funny stuff and people just hear me laughing out of random stupid stuff. But you, you got to guys, because this can be just very monotonous. So uh, my biggest thing is push-ups. Uh, yeah, definitely encourage you to do some sort of physical activity. You mentioned those checks, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too caught up into these yeah, uh, yeah. these whole posting checks things. I mean, Charles, myself, we, that's not our thing. You know, we just want to hustle. Um, that's I think Charles said that one time. It kind of stuck with me. And we just want to hustle, man. That's you know, we want to help out sellers, right? And of course, by helping out sellers, we want to get uh, our ROI out of it. If we can make something happen, yeah. we're making transactions happen for sellers. Uh, I did a little mini mastermind the other day, and I was telling those individuals that. You got customers. Who are the customers and who are your clients? I think that sellers are the customers and your buyers are your clients, if that makes sense. Let me say that one more time. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Sellers are your customers. We offer a, a service here. Our service is we buy houses cash. Yeah. That's our customer. Our clients are our buyers. We have to cater to our clients. What does this buyer want? How can we do repeat business with this buyer? Because you can get all the contracts you want. But if you don't have a buyer, if you don't have a client to buy that property, to re to flip it, to Airbnb it, to lease out, whatever the, whatever the case is, we need those buyers and we need those clients. So that's what I'll say about that motivation and the whole posting checks thing. And, you know, sellers are customers and buyers are clients. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's phenomenal because uh, you're right. We are providing a service. And if you're doing this for the money, guys, it's strictly for the money and not to help people. Yeah, you're going to you're going to get this thing twisted. Uh, next question here on Facebook, man. Uh, Mandy and I, we posted a story on Instagram earlier where we're trying to clear title on a property. Uh, Charles and I are fortunate enough to have done hundreds of transactions over the last nine years. And with that comes, comes with title title issues because the houses we go after have a bunch of title problems, right? Mm -hmm. Dead individuals, divorce, uh, divorce decrees, death certificates. Charles and I have bought houses to, from people that didn't even know they owned the house. And it gets crazy, and that's a whole other podcast. So you can see how complex title issues can be. Uh, a lot of people don't think on this side of the business when you're buying these houses, title issues, and just this kid don't like that kid, and because that kid is going to get money, he doesn't want to sign off because this kid, mm -hmm. and it could get complex. The question is, if an heir is questionable, how can the family or title verify? Now, when it comes to the title company, let me, let's go with a quick process, right? If mom and dad own a property, uh, and let's just say they have five kids 
if those five kids, let's say two of those kids pass, right? So now we got grandkids, and if they, that grandkid passed, now we got great grandkids. It could get kind of messy, especially if there was a kid who was an outcast and kind of separated from the family. Who do we really know that's a family heir? So we do in Texas, and I know in other states as well, we do what they call affidavits version. That's the easy way. There's another way we can do uh, affidavit of ident identifying of airships. That's where an attorney comes involved. They yeah. take it to court. Uh, a little more complex, a little more expensive, in my opinion. Just do the affidavit of airship if you can, especially we do that if there's no will. Question is, is the if an heir is questionable, how can the family or title verify? That's a great question. What we do is we fill out the airship questionnaire form. Right, It's about a four-page document really trying to tune in to that seller, that heir, that descendant. Mom and dad own a property. There's three kids. Uh, we got to do an affidavit airship for mom and dad. Those three kids got to verify at closing, hey, yeah, it's mom and dad and it's just us three. That's the first method. The second method, now what if we had three kids and one of the kids kind of did his own thing. He was estranged. We don't know if he had kids or not, right? And I think that's what the questions lead to. We don't know if he has kids or not. The affidavit of airship, there's a form all the way to the bottom, a paragraph, the actual true one, not the questionnaire. The questionnaire is just to get the documents so the attorney can prepare the affidavit airship. Uh, and when they put it together, towards the bottom, uh, there is a, a paragraph. It kind of escapes my memory. But it says the individual is filling this out, which will be two witnesses, that has to know the heir for more than 10 years is ideal. That's not getting any interest from the seller or the house or the property. Arms length away from the actual individual, the actual descendant. And one of the individuals executing the documents needs to be one of the heirs. So one more time, mom and dad had three kids. Two kids are here. One kid was estranged, passed away. But we have two witnesses that knows that kid. And one of this, one of these kids had to sign off, hey, I agree with the two witnesses. That individual had kids, didn't have kids. And that's the best we can do. Now, on that, on that form, what I was talking about, towards the end of that paragraph, there's a section code. The section code is, hey, I'm signing this document. I'm notarizing it. Uh, I understand that I can do prison time, jail time, and up to a fine of, I believe, $10,000 if there's any falsifying. Now, a title company will take that document. They'll review it. They'll look at They'll cross-reference it with death certificates, marriage certificates if they can. Um, and if it, fits their, uh, if it fits their criteria and the requirements, they'll go ahead and accept it, approve it, record it, and they'll use that. That's another thing that will tie into what they call title policy. Mm -hmm. A whole separate question, but title policy will, will tie that into Patrick. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Frank, I'll let you ask on the next question. Uh, any tips on skip tracing LLCs? Any tips on skip tracing LLCs? Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. So LLCs, we could. I know there's some services that provide it. I, I'm not going to call out different uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, skip tracing companies, but some skip tracing companies will do it. Uh, here, we'd like to do that here. I think one of our biggest wholesale deals ever yeah. was uh, capturing LLCs, inactive LLCs. Um, I think the comments are kind of answering the questions there. Uh, Texas SOS is charging a dollar per lookup. Man. Right. Uh, Edwin says yeah. nice question. Edwin, there are companies uh, that provide uh, tracing services that actually can look up LLCs. Believe it or not, guys, our VA. Yeah. We, we, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know part. if I was say that. Um, so we, we've trained one of our highly skilled uh, executive admins, right? Um, you know, I say we say VAs, but uh, one of our executive admins, uh, she is phenomenal at doing research. And man, I was a little iffy, a little, I think we we're all a little leery of if it mm -hmm. was going to happen. And man, she just turns out leads upon leads. So uh, we're not heavily involved ourselves now in that right. process. But, uh, yeah, definitely learn how to delegate that, guys. Can I do some shameless plugs real quick? Of course, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Uh, so, <laughs> guys, uh, I just want to let y'all know what the resources are that are available to you. Uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, requests for meeting times, and that's great. I, I welcome them. Uh, of course, if you want a quick strategy session, right, uh, definitely reach out to me. Uh, find me on Facebook. But uh, I'm getting a lot of newbies. Yeah. And that's cool. That's uh, really cool um, that they're wanting to learn because they have hopes and dreams, right, and they want to do something with their life, right? They want to get that um, ROI, right. Other time. So guys, if y'all don't know about the hustle line, please, please reach out to the hustle line. That's where my acquisitions or our acquisitions managers are ready. Standby to work deals with you. 
right? You're going to get real results, real questions, uh, real questions answered. And these guys, if you need, if you need them, utilize them to close your deal, go out to the appointment, or if you need us to dispo anything, uh, or if you just need direction, right? Uh, call the hustle line. That's one eight four four we hustle one eight four four we hustle. That's one eight four four. 934-8785. That's my shameless plug because it is a really great resource, guys, um, that people are taking advantage of it. And for those of you that are brand new watching this, I want you to take advantage of the resources. It's, it's free for y'all to call, man. Like these guys are ready to answer your questions. These guys are ready to hustle uh, and they're ready to show you how we do it. So, um, you know, uh, call that line, take advantage of it, use it while it's up uh, because uh, eventually we're going to be, you know, Eventually, it might not be there, but for now, it's going to be there 100%. So definitely take advantage of it, guys. I strongly, strongly implore you to call us. Uh, great plug for sure. I want to kind of go back to uh, that question everyone was talking about. It said the Texas SOS is charging a dollar per lookup. Uh, we did say that we have a virtual system. Or what do you call them? Executive admin. Executive admin. And our executive admin, a normal average, charges about $4 an hour. All right. So if that's four lookups. If you had a VA and they can do this. Every hour, I mean, for I mean, a whole hour. Yeah. I mean, the ROI right there, just using systems, processes, and data, uh, especially finding the VA that could, or but what executive admin, Ex executive admin to, so, to do something, a virtual yeah. executive virtual admin, virtual executive admin. <laughs> um, what has another question? What was the question I had? Any questions on YouTube? Uh, right now, um, now there's a lot of just likes and lows okay. and stuff like that. Um, the the other resource that you have, guys, is the group, the association group. Again, it's a it's a, a it's a um, oh what it's a safe environment. So ask any questions that you have on there, okay, guys, and we will do our best to answer them there as well. So again, guys, very informal podcast. Just hopped on here to see who. Let's just talk. Let's just talk real estate. That's the name of the podcast. Uh, investing is my thing, man. I love doing investing from flips to wholesaling mm -hmm. uh, to running the office, man, with my boy Charles and on our team leaders and everyone who is part of HBHS. You know, we you know we can't do this without them. It's a one big huge team. Um, Charles is always a big fan of hey, we work together. Uh, no one works for anybody here. It's one big team helping out sellers and, of course, making money while we're doing so. Um, a question that came in, Frank, I'll let you answer this because it's a newbie question. question is, for a newbie to REI, would you use several ways to market or stick to once, i.e., would I do SMS, cold call, and uh, door knocking and all that good stuff? What would you do? I'm kidding. I'm going to answer it. Stick to one, guys. Only one. Master your craft first before you move on and add a second layer uh, because you want to understand what it is that you're doing from A to Z. Uh, it's like that book that you opened. You started reading page one, got up to page 50, and you didn't read it because you went on to another book. Uh, you definitely want to master your craft on one marketing channel and then introduce a second one uh, because you want to learn what gaps are within the processes and you of course you want to be able to more importantly answer the objections and the rebuttals that you're going to encounter frequently so that's my response what would you think if you're a newbie again what would, would you do sms would you do uh co-calling knowing what you know now knowing what i know what now would a newbie do from a cost standpoint i do co-calling so one more time guys at a cost standpoint co-calling okay if funds were not limiting i do sms because i could leverage my relationship with my family, right? My brother, my sister, uh, my mom, my dad, whoever it is, my wife, and have them help me lead generate while I can get on the phone. Cause you're gonna have to get on the phone regardless. But I, that's what I would do, right? If I had the funds, if funds were not an issue, I would do SMS. But because I know each and every single time I press send, it costs me money or cost us money. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't, I would not recommend that right out the gate. I would I definitely recommend cold calling because Eventually, you're still gonna have to talk to that person, whether right. it's on the phone or face to face. Um, that's that's good. That's a good answer, man. Yeah, I like that. I like the way you broke it down, whether it's funds or not. Uh, one more question. I'll let you answer this one, Frank. How many times a day, or how often do you touch a warm hot lead for follow up? Now we're talking about a, not a cold lead. We're talking yeah. about a hot lead. Okay. Or warm. Warm. Yeah. On the daily, you're of course it's gonna be once, right, at a bare minimum, but. If you if you inform the client or the seller, hey, I'm going to follow up follow up with you at this time, and they don't answer, guess what's going to happen? They're going to get a text or they're going to get a call from one of the guys here. Why? Because we're just respecting what they asked us to do or what we agreed to as far as the next step. 
right? A lot of you, a lot of people go out there and they do a follow-ups and hey, I'm just following, I'm just calling to follow up and see how things are going. Well, you're not you're not doing yourself a favor, you're not doing the seller a favor. You have to dictate the next step, right? So when 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 you're asking me that question, it's first I would ask, what next step did you des designate for that lead? Right. Hey, Mr. Seller, thanks for every, all the information. Uh, I'm going to call you tomorrow at four o'clock p.m. Uh, so that we can continue our conversation and see what your decision was. I called him at four p.m. He doesn't answer. Well, it's my obligation and my duty to call that guy because he said I agreed with you to call at four o'clock. Hey, Mr. Seller, I know you're busy. Uh, you know, I'm calling you a second time here because uh, you we agreed to speak at four o'clock. And again, I know you're busy. I know you're busy. Right. You just go on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, uh, and I'm not going to get into cold calling or anything like that, but when you're calling these people, you got to understand that they're as busy as you, if not more. They got life coming at them. Remember, they have a distressed situation and a property and a potential asset for somebody, right? So you got to understand that they're busy and they're not going to answer their phone the first time. They're not going to respond to you for a couple of days. So it's your duty to follow up with them, okay? That's all I got to say about that. Well, there you go. Um, that was good. That was a good answer too, man. You're all full of good answers, Thanks, today, man. man. Jeez, you know, get, get John's podcast I, a little more often. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, <coughs> get John's get John's podcast <laughs> a little got, more often. Man. I got a quick comeback for that. Yeah. Uh, so, real quick, guys. Again, we just hopped on here, man. Uh, another question. Right when I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna ask the pros and cons. Of it. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Thanks, Debbie. So, Debbie, Debbie's a big team player here. Uh, you're right. I forgot about that question. The question was, uh, what are the pros and cons of becoming a realtor? Or broker while investing. Now, that's always a, a, a touchy subject, right? Mike, you're a broker. You're you're a realtor. You're a broker. You have a brokerage. How is it that you're doing wholesaling and you're not getting in trouble with uh, Texas Association of Realtors? Uh, whatever the case is, I thought. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Uh, my philosophy is, um, as a realtor, it's good to invest. It's good to be a, a realtor and be an investing one. You have access to MLS. But some people say, yeah, when you have Propelio and PropStream and, and all kinds of other platforms you can use, true, but there's no such thing. There's no other thing better than actual true MLS comps yeah. in your local market. That's the first thing. Second thing is uh, working with other realtors, right? Working with other realtors, leveraging other realtors to help you with investing. Pocket deals, if you guys know what pocket deals are. Um, but when it comes to investing, when it comes to wholesaling, I'm very strict about this as we have the brokerage here. Uh, and I always tell all the realtors in our brokerage, if someone comes up to you and say, hey, my brother says you're a realtor. Can you help me sell my house? Or what advice do you give me for my house? As a realtor, we have what they call a fiduciary responsibility, a fiduciary duty to that customer, to that client who's reached out to a realtor. Right? We can never take a realtor lead and say, hey, oh, you want to show your house? Well, I heard about this wholesaling thing. Let me give you $50,000 cash because I can wholesale it for sixty, dollars or whatever that case is. We would never turn a royalty lead into an investment lead. Uh, now, on the other side of the coin, if we're making cold calls, hey, seller, I see uh, we're cash investors. We buy houses cash. Uh, you're saying that your house doesn't need that much rehab. ARV is 100 grand. You know, we don't want to offer you $60,000 cash. 65 is probably our max, maybe 68, depending on the rehab, right? And that seller's stuck. No, you guys are crazy. My house is worth 100. It just needs about five grand rehab. You know, I would take $95,000 for it. doesn't work as a wholesale. As an investment, because we reached out as an investor, our second uh, offer will be sub two if they want that 95. Our third offer will be owner financing if it's free and clear or if it's not free and clear for the most part. Um, but our fourth offer is, hey, I see you want retail value. We have a sister company that's a brokerage. Let me have one of those realtors call you. And as one of the realtors, we can take a investment lead and turn it into a realty lead. One more time. We would never take a realty lead and turn it into an investment lead because of the fiduciary duty, but we will take an investment lead to a realty deal uh, and collect that 3% commission to making that happen. Of course, the pros of the um, realtors, it's more, more than that as well. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how that works. And it's, it's a little tricky because I know some, I don't want to say gurus or some other experienced investors say not to do it. Some say to do it, uh, but there's a borderline. But when we're making these cash offers, it's not Michael Giannis, the broker, making the cash offer. It's home buy, home sell solutions, the real estate investment company making the offers, and that's how we makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so with that being said, again, guys, it was just very informal. Let's just hop on here, man. Let's just talk real estate investing. Let's get a, let's get on here and share value, you guys. I mean, we do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like uh, Frank talked about earlier, 30 contracts last month. Uh, that's a little burn, burn, burn for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 30 yeah. contracts, different markets, uh, all over Texas, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Austin, Corpus, Laredo, El Paso. We're doing deals. We are doing deals. We're doing sub two. Sub two is my favorite thing. Creative, host. I mean, all kinds. And all we want to do is provide value to you guys, share our experience. You got it? <laughs> well deserved. All right. uh, let me do some quick announcement, guys. If you guys don't know who Lee Kearney is, you guys definitely got to tune into next week's podcast. Next week at 6.30 Central Standard Time, Lee Kearney, I would say if I, if I call someone a big shot, it's a big shot. Right? Yeah. I, would call, I would consider Lee Kearney a huge big shot. He's going to talk about flipping the market. Uh, we're going to have about an hour, hour and a half of this time. Definitely want to provide value to you guys. You guys want to tune into this um, and get value out of him. Flipping the market. And what are you guys talking about flipping the market? Tune in, you'll understand what we're talking about when it comes to flipping the market. Yeah, you definitely want to catch this guy. This guy is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, talking about processes and systems, this guy is just like phenomenal. Um, I know, I know, you want to say something, but real quick, because uh, I know my mom's watching. Shout out, mama! <laughs> Love you. Uh, it's her, it's her birthday month coming oh, up, and uh, this month, and uh, <clears throat> I accidentally booked a speaking gig, man, on her birthday. Can you oh, believe that? Right. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's you. uh gonna be August 21st. Uh shameless plug, guys, but it's it's designed for people who want to learn wholesaling, right? Um, of course, real estate investing, uh, people who maybe not have a lot of experience, a lot of guidance. It's gonna be August 21st. That's a Friday. Uh, it's gonna start at 6, 6 30 p.m. at Magnolia Hall. Uh, if you want to sign up, go to our reinvest or go to our association page and and sign up it's a free event guys uh manny cash is going to be speaking on cold calling uh melendez is going to be talking about um dispositions of course uh uh, juan busto is going to be talking about mindset that's that's phenomenal Uh, i'll be talking about a little bit more about processes and systems and and that accountability and and, then uh neville Mm-hmm. Steven. Steven. I always call him Neville. Uh, Steven is going to be talking about leads and data. So it's going to be jam-packed with a lot of information. It's going to be absolutely free, guys. Uh, it's August 21st, my mom's birthday. Sorry, mom. Uh, and then, of course, shout out to my kids that are watching right now, uh, you know, because I make them watch crazy stuff like this. Start them young, guys. That way they'll be beasts and closers and cleaners when they grow up. <laughs> That's good, man. Uh, is that going to be virtual? It's oh, thanks. It's going to be live. It's actually going to be live. Of course, seating is going to be limited due to our current situation. Uh, But, uh, you know, bring your masks, bring your sanitizers, you know, and then we'll have we'll have a good uh, show and a lot of great information. And of course, we'll stick around and network so you can ask us any questions, uh, you know, and we'll answer them openly and transparently. Well, that's good, man. It's good. Uh, So, again, guys, Lee Kearney, you guys got to definitely tune in to understand process systems and how he's doing it. Uh, crazy, crazy level, man. You guys definitely got to tune into that. If you guys haven't done so yet, join Home Bottom Center's Association on Facebook. Visit TrumpTheHustle.com. Uh, tomorrow, we do have HPHS Latino. Uh, HPHS Latino is where we do this in Spanish, providing value. Uh, tomorrow will be Manny Cash uh, and a special guest, so make sure you guys tune into that. Uh, you want to kind of talk about the hustle tour real quick? The hustle tour. You want me to do it in Spanish or English? In English. In English, okay. So... <laughs> My so the hustle tour, guys. It's it's two days worth of jam packed information. We're gonna talk about. Uh, well, let me give you the dates first. Uh, it's gonna be September 11th and 12th, and right now we're almost at capacity for those dates. Uh, I, I think pretty soon we're gonna get on a waiting list, yeah. uh, just because the, the demand is there. So it's gonna be two days worth of jam packed information. We're gonna talk about, of course, real estate investing, what HBHS does, of course, our multi million dollar blueprint, right? How we did 20. 20 plus, I'm sorry, 30 plus contracts and how we've done, of course, consistently deals month over month over month. Uh, we're going to open up that whole playbook as it comes to, of course, to wholesaling. But more importantly, we're going to show you about subject to creative financing, of course, wholesaling and fix and flip. We'll even take them out to a tour of actually mm-hmm. one of the one of the uh, builds that we're doing, one of the projects that we're working out. Uh, we're going to provide lunch and all that fun stuff, guys. It's it's a wealth of knowledge. It starts at eight o'clock in the morning. I know it sounds early, but we need that time so we can get you uh, locked and loaded with a lot of information. We'll go until the cows come home. We'll answer any questions that you have. It's going to be all actionable. Nothing's going to be theory. And Mike and Charles just bring it. And if, if you're if you're Charles before speak. Uh, you know he just doesn't hold back. Mike, of course, is just very 
direct and succinct and he'll just deliver the data right then and there and you're just going to be mind blown of course you get to interact with manny cash he's going to show you exactly he's going to spend i think three or four hours or something mm -hmm. with you showing you how he prospects and how he generates offers within five minutes then you'll spend time with uh ted on the sms platform and he's just going to i mean he's going to show you all his scripts all his new revamp scripts that he's done and they're getting high high responses we have a friendly competition so far sms is in the lead by the way so that's how they, how they get more information. Go to, go to turnupthehustle.com forward slash hustle tour or call the hustle line. And uh, if you if you just need any questions, anything, I'll be more than happy to answer those questions for you. Again, go to turnupthehustle.com forward slash hustle tour or uh, call the hustle line at 1-844-WE-HUSTLE. And we'll be sure to answer any and all your questions, guys, because, again, it's our way of, of being able to just to shut down our office for two days and just give back and give back and give back. Okay, guys. Uh, again, guys, very informal. Just want to talk to you guys about if you guys are new to the association, who we are, what we do, how many deals we do. I mean, we can be on here all night. The Hustle Tour, very informative. If you guys are interested in doing that. Uh, but other than that, man, I think that's pretty much yeah. uh, wraps up. You guys, unless you have any final words. No, no, no real final words. But I have an idea for the next people, for, for people to tune in for the next one, right? Okay. Um, I'm going to give away a... Sorry about this. Oh, giveaway. Giveaway. Okay. Huge giveaway. You've seen our uh, private masterminds that we do on every other Saturday. Tune in next time to our next the next podcast with Lee. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Right? Lee with Lee. Yeah. And you'll find out how you will earn that spot or how actually you just win it. You're not going to earn it. You're just going to win it. Um, so you'll, you'll spend time with Mike and Charles or Mike or Charles. And these private masterminds that we do, sorry if I let the cat out of the bag. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we're not advertising that. Um, but we are, I'll invite you to, I'll invite you as my guest. Okay. You'll get one one of these sessions and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're phenomenal. It's a giveaway for sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sometimes I let okay. slip. No worries. Uh, again, guys, uh, Mike here, my boy Frank, just talking about investing. Let's just talk real estate. I appreciate everyone tuning in, always providing great support. I know people from all over different states watching in, tuning in. Feel free to join the association. We do this for free. We provide value to you guys, just sharing our experience and how we're doing so many deals. How do we do them? The whole ins and outs. Uh, all we ask in return is you guys help us grow the association. Invite members to the association so other wholesalers, other flippers, other sub two buyers, whatever the case may be, uh, can get this value. But not only get the value, so they can also share their value and share their experience that can maybe help you or someone you know. Uh, with that being said, Frank, make sure you get this done on the first time. With that being said, here at Home Model Solutions, we always make sure that we turn up the hustle. hustle.